Good morning. Um, we're basically on Sadi Bob Omid, Sadi Bob Omid base. Um, about to turn over the page. But just to what we uh, start with what we concluded with yesterday, perhaps a, a little quick right at the end there, we were discussing the Machlik Rishonim, brought in the Ritzvah, well, as to how, how to understand this, the difference between the two Guzzas to rise, the two balconies or the one balcony. But before I go into that, I just want one little correction. I because during the show I couldn't work out the, the, the dimensions. I realized why afterwards. I said that the beams went, you had sort of two sets of two wagons, right? And the beams stretched across as they traveled. They didn't. They traveled in a, like a convoy of two, two and two. Huh? No, no, two and two. But on each, the, the beams rested on each wagon. If you see, each, each wagon had its own set of beams. I read it afterwards, that, 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 that was why the maths wasn't working. I was trying to work out the, the 16 armors, how you get to that, right? In other words, each wagon, we'll see that, each wagon was five armors wide, if I remember correctly, I think it was five armors wide. There was a gap between one wagon and the next of five armors. So that means, that meant that the, the, uh, the, the, uh, each beam, which was 10 armors long, the middle five armors were sitting on the wagon. Two and a half armors mm-hmm. sat on out on each side. That's right. And that's how you get, and that, that gets you to 15. Because you've got two and a half, five, 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 two and a half. And then there was an extra armor for the, the beam on that's either side. That's right. Yeah. But it was actually, there was an extra armor on the side. Well, that, 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 that Heshman comes in the Gemara. I realized at that point that, 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 that was why it wasn't working. So it wasn't quite as I said. But still, it was sort of passing on that. It wasn't a motion from one from one wagon to another, it seems across that way from rather going forward, going down the Rosh Hashanah. Um But what we what we uh, ended with yesterday was the uh, this difference between Shtekazuz Zukanegetu or Bediyota Achas, meaning to say, are you going across the width of the Rosh Hashanah? Are you going down the length? Right. That's the way Rashi learns it. So Rav Haigon says, what difference? That doesn't make any. What difference does that make? Rashi is like, well, that's the way it was done in the Mishkan, right? That, that's the difference. And my God says, that, 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 that wouldn't make a difference. He says, rather, it's, it, the difference is, it's just Urchot Milsa. if you've got something you're going to stretch across, what will happen? If you are going across the width of the Rosh Hashanah, so you're going across some 16 others, most things are not that long that you're going to be passing across. I mean, 16 others is 8 metres, it's not going to be resting on both balconies. Could be theoretically, but it's much less likely. Um, and therefore your potter, because that's not an act of moshit, that's an act of moitzi mirishus lirishus. Yeah? That's moitzi mirishus lirishus. You're taking out from one domain to another domain, and since the akira is in a rishus hayochid, and the hanoch is in a rishus hayochid, therefore you cannot be chayah for that. Right? That was the shit of Rav Haigon. Whereas, says the Ritzvah, Rashi, and he says most Roshonim will learn like Rashi, will be completely the opposite. No, Pungfaket. Right, but I'm sorry, I, I forgot to, to speak out the rest of Rav Haigon. Whereas if you're going down the length, the balconies are going to be, supposedly, normally will be much closer together. If they're much closer together, then when you stretch across your beam, chances are it's going to rest on both balconies, it never will leave the first Rishos entirely, sits staggering the two Rishos Ayochid over the airspace in between of the Rishos Arabim. That's the case of Moshet. Right? 
If you go down the length and you actually do take it completely out of the first balcony, out of the first Rosh Hashanah, of course you're going to be Potter. Because once again, then you're back to Motsumir Rishus Rishus, not Moshit. And since Sarkir was done in one Rosh Hashanah, and another Rosh Hashanah, and it never came to rest in the Rosh Hashanah, of course you are going to be Potter. Right? That was the shit of Rav Haigon. Is that clear? Yeah? So says the Ritzvah, Rashi would say to you, no, actually it's Pumfaket. It's completely the opposite. Why? Because if you keep it within the first Rosh Sayochid, it's never left the Rosh Sayochid. That's not Motsumir Rishus Rishus. On the contrary, it's only if you actually completely let go of it from the first Rishus, then I can say Yochayev. Then it's, Motsi, it's left the first Rishus. So what's the rather what's the difference if you're going across the width or whether you're going down the leg? So the question of whether how it's done in the Mishkov. That's it. Was it going across the width or was it going down the leg? That's so we said, but what get, getting to the crux of it, what actually is the machalik between the two? And the, the way I've said it, it should have made it very clear by now. What is the machalik between the two? Anyone tell me? What's the in other, yeah, but as I said to you, going to the crux of it. You're right, that's going to be the practical thing. But what is at, what's at the roots of it? What are they arguing about? Going to whether how it was in the Mishkan or not? Nope. I'm still missing the root of it. The root of it is, what is the definition of Moshit? I don't mean, does it leave, does it not leave? Is Moshit its own thing? Its own yeah. Malacha? Or is it a part of Motsumir Hashem's Why am I Chayim when I do Moshit? Is it because I've been Motsumir Hashem's Or is it because Moshit, as you said, was something done in the Mishkan? It's another Malacha. Where have we seen this? It's been revisited. We've had it, right? Once, twice already in the, in the, the seventh, seventh perk. And now it seems, it's, to my mind, it seems it's the same, same thing coming again. What's that? If you take a look at the run in the, in the seventh paragraph when he goes through the Malachi, it's on Ayin Gimel. So it says, Motsimir Rishos Rishos is the last Malachi there. Frek the run, what happened? Havonat Aladam is that Yant, that's including Motsimir Rishos Rishos. What about Moshit? Says the run, the Yushalmi Frek the Kasha. What happened to Moshit? And for the Yushalmi, the Yushalmi answers, yeah. It's, doesn't have any tolders. Doesn't have any tolders. If it doesn't have any tolders, you can't include, you can't call it enough. Only look at things which, which have tolders. Moshe doesn't have a tolder. Says the run, but Alcohol doesn't ask the question. If it doesn't ask the question, it's Mashmed that holds it's not a question to start with. Why? The Terrace is because it's included in the Motsumir Rishus He says, because the only reason why you're hired from going from one Rishus to another Rishus Ayochid is because there's a Rishus Arabim in between. If I pass from my garden to my next, to to uh, Jonathan's garden, right? We're back onto each other. I'm not going to be high for that. You're not allowed to do that unless it's a neighbor, but you're not high for that. So this is the Rabbanon. The only reason why Moshe is high of is because most of me are Rishus and Rishus because there's a Rishus and in between. What are they arguing about? What's the Machalikas here? The answer is very clear. The Rishami is learning. You're right. It's nothing to do with most of me Rishus and Rishus. It's its own Malacha. So why is it not listed as one of the obvious malachas? Because it doesn't have a tolda. But it's talking, it's nothing to do with Motsi Mirishas Rishas. It's its own malacha. 
Whereas the Ram says, nah, the Bavli doesn't hold like that. Not, you see, the thing is, we said at the time, most Rishonim don't actually go on with this point of the Ram. So I assume at the time, most Rishonim hold the Rishonim and the Bavli are the same. Well, here we're saying maybe not so. Just because they don't say anything doesn't mean that they hold there's no Machlechus. The Ram says, no, that's not the shit of the, the Bavli. The Bavli holds the reason why motion is Chayv is because it's, it's an action of Otimir Rishus Lurashus. Okay, the Akira was in, was in one Rosh Hashanah, it was in another. But since it traveled through the airspace of, of Rosh Hashanah, you have actually taken it out of, of one domain into another domain. Okay, the fact that you did the Hanok on, on, the, on the, uh, the other side, no, okay. But if that's the case, now we can understand what's going on here. Beautiful. Rav Haigon is going with the Rishalmi. He may, either he's going with the Rishalmi, or he holds there's no Machlux between the Babylon and the Rishalmi. The Rishbabli holds the same. The only reason why Moshe is not listed in the Mishnah on Ayn Gibbet is because it doesn't have a tolda. Not because it belongs to Moshe Mirashus Lurashus. It's nothing to do with Moshe Mirashus Lurashus. What? Why? Why is it not? The answer is because it's not being Moshe Mirashus Lurashus. On the contrary, if you are Moshe, if you actually take it out of the first balcony, I couldn't care less if you're going that direction or you're going that direction. It won't make the slightest bit of difference. If it's left the first balcony... That is, that is Moti Merishus Lurishus, and you will be Potter, he says. Why? Because you've gone from one Rishayochit to another Rishayochit. Hanokha, Akira Hanokha, Adam Rishayochit. You can't be more high than passing it over into somebody else's garden next door. You can't be more high than that. So you'd be Potter for that. Why are you Chayev? The answer is you're Chayev because of Moshit. What's Moshit? Moshit is when it's never left the first Rishus. It's staggering the two Rishuyas. It's sitting on my balcony. And it's also sitting on your balcony. That's Moshe. It's not Moshe Mirashus Rashus. Because we learned this in the study of Eged's Kli Shemayeged. If you allow a Kli out, but it's still attached to the first Rashus, we say you're not Chayef for that. Kolzaman, the whole object has not left, you're not Chayef. It's got a completely deep. So if I stretch across my broom, got a, a nice long bamboo stick, that's not Moshe Mirashus Rashus, because it's still part of it, it's still in my Rashus. What is it? It's called Moshit. Why am I chayim? Because that's what was done in the Mishkan. It's another Malacha. Why is it not listed in the Mishnah? Because it doesn't have a Torah. That's Rav Haigah. Why is there no Torah of um, busting something without a fully leaving? You find me a Torah. What's the definition of a Torah? Something not quite done in the Mishkan, but it's uh, achieving the same thing. <laughs> Try. <laughs> Rishami says there's no total loss. Your example. Shooting an arrow. Shooting an arrow. That's, that, that's, that's already going into Zorik. Probably more, more likely. Yeah, yeah. Where Zorik fits is a good question, but uh, is that going to be yet, yet a further BC Zorik? Zorik we're going to discuss. It's more Zorik down the Rosh Hashanah we're going to discuss. Yeah, where fishing, where fishing. Um, fishing in a pond. You're sitting in your house and you're um, you've got some fishing rods what do you mean and you're doing no, uh, 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 no, he's, uh, he's asking as well. you may be high out to say that you catch anything but yeah. if you're no good as a fisherman then he's asking <laughs> he'd be, he'd be right? you're stretching out and you're not actually transferring it properly at the route you're still holding it ok and it's going across <laughs> the airspace of Rosh Hashanah let's say yes and let's say the pond is a Rosh Hashanah let's say right if it's got the right dimensions let's say yeah you answer the question for me then. Why is that not a solo? Because 
The officer is going to have to ask. That's exactly the Malachal Moshe. That's no difference. It doesn't bother me whether it's a beam or it's a fishing rod. So it doesn't make a difference. You're doing exactly the same thing. It doesn't bother me whether it's a balcony or it's uh, your back garden or it's a fishing pond, which is a Rosh Hashayah. Whereas, a tolda has to be asked. Where's the difference between another tolda with normal hatzor? We'll discuss whether Hachnosa is a tolda or pashtas. Hitzor means taking out of the Rishasayah, and Hachnosa means bringing into the Rishasayah. One's enough, one's a tolda. Two different actions. Hachnosa is a. It's not so pashtas that. We're going to see whether it is. But. Let's, for the time being, let's assume that that, that, that is the that is the tolda. It could be carrying daladamis berushas sarabim. May well be called a tolda. It's also it's halacha l'meshem isinai, but it also belongs to. It does belong to the malacha of itzol. The rabbi says that. Why? What's it got to do with it? Because daladamis is considered the rishus. You take it out of the daladamis. That's an act of itzol. It's not quite the same. You're not going for rishus after rishus. It's a tolda. It's also it's also halachah nemeshem esinai. We said if it was just halachah nemeshem esinai, it wouldn't be punishable. Says the Ram. The Ram therefore that's what the Ram says. That's why it has to belong. The halachah nemeshem esinai has to put it into the malachah of motzi mirushus roshus. Once it's put into the malachah of motzi mirushus roshus, then I can say ah, the person does that, they'll be chayav miso or chayav chatos, whatever it is. That's that, that's the Ram in 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 uh, in uh, the seventh paragraph. Don't worry about that. It's, it's still to come. It's still to come. Huh? Is that a tukuna? No, no, no. Given to Moshe at Sinai. I mean, it's not written in the Torah. It's, it's Moshe handed it down to us. It was given to him at Sinai. But it's absolute doraisa. But it's sometimes Allah and Moshe Sinai has different gedorim, has different uh, you know uh, rules. It's just It's if you want to look at it, it's, it's sort of Torah but they sometimes overlap, and that's. Uh, when we get, I mean, it will come as when we get to Havarat Daladamas. We haven't come to that so, so much. But this, this seems to be the difference between, between the two ways of understanding Moshe. Obviously, it's a very fundamental idea, starting off this parak, is what is the Malacha of Moshe? Is it its own Malacha? Which is the way Rav Haigon seems to be understanding it, likely Rishalmi. Hence, it cannot be an act of Moshe It has to be a Malacha, something else entirely. What is that? It means it never left the first rishus. It's going over the airspace, and it enters the second rishus, but still attached to the first rishus. That is the malacha of Moshit. It's not Moshit rishus rishus because it never completely left the first rishus hayochit. Why am I chayiv? Because that's what was done in the Mishkan. That's it. Whereas the as Rashi says, the ritual Tosfos Mashma from the Rambam was absent. The majority of Rishonim seems to take on not like that. They say, no, Moshit, the Babli holds, is part of the Malachal Moshimir Rishus Lurishus. So therefore, it cannot be, as Rabbi Gon said, that it's still attached to the first Rishus. If it's still attached to the first Rishus, that wouldn't be an act of Moshimir Rishus Lurishus. It's like Erkez Kali, it's still attached. It hasn't completely left the first Rishus Ayochit. On the contrary, the only way you can get an action of Moshimir Rishus Lurishus is when it's completely left the first Rishus Ayochit. Ah, you got a kasha that Akira was done in Rosh Sayochid, Danoch was done in Rosh Sayochid. Okay, but it went through a Rosh Sarabim. And that's why it's, a, it's probably a total of Moetimir Rosh Sayochid. It's not quite the same, because the normal action is you pick it up in the Rosh Sayochid and you put it down in the Rosh Sayochid. It's not that, that's not what's happening here. But since there's a Rosh Sayochid in between, you're chayyim for that. And a Harabim, fine, you'll be chayyim for that.
But Moshe belongs to Melachim. And obviously, it would make an Afghamina. In the times of the Beis Hamikdash, it would make an Afghamina. And that is, anyone, can anyone tell me, tell me the Afghamina? more than that if a person did for Helam Echot he did Moshit and Moshit as in the way of Haigon explains it whichever one you want to explain it if you did Moshit can you get two different Chatois one for Moshit and one for Moshit if you did both of them for Helam Echot so assuming what the Yerushalmi means to say is it's just not listed because it doesn't have a tilde, but of course it's an Avmalofa in that sense, you'd be chayvachat, assuming that's what the Yerushalmi means, and the Yerushalmi talks about Shtayim, then yes, you'd be two chatois. Whereas according to the other Yerushalmi, no, it's not. Either you're going to be potter for your Moshe because you haven't actually let, it, let go of it from the first Rishos, and if you do let go, that's an act of, of Eitzor. It's a tilde of Eitzor. So in other words, what, what I'm asking is, if a person does behead and effort, he forgets it, Shabbos, whatever it is, uh, we don't want to forget it, Shabbos, he remembers Shabbos, he doesn't know his halach, but, yeah, because he wants to, uh, well, he forgets uh, about the Malachis, he picks up the, he picks up the, uh, the, what do you call it, he picks up whatever it is, and he walks outside into the street. Right, that's one thing he does. Then he goes back inside and he picks up something and does, you know, Moshit over the road. He picks up a log beam over the road to the house over the road, right? All the Hedamachot. Yeah? Assuming he does Moshit in the right way of whichever one, according to Rabbi God, you can be high of a separate Chatzat, you can be high of two Chatzos. As long as you do Moshit as he said. Even though it's going across the width of the Rosh Hashanah, that doesn't bother me. As long as you're still holding on to it here and it's reached out the side, you're going to be high for that separate Chatzot. Whereas Rashi will say, that's not Moshe Tatul. It hasn't left the first Rishos. You're not Chayv a, a dicky bird for that. The only thing you're going to be Chayv is, if, you let, if it leaves this side, but you won't be Chayv because you went across the, you went across the road. It's got to be down the, down the road. And the truth is, that will always belong to the Malacha of Moshe Rishos. The Rishos. It's a Toldo. So we know that Allah is Toldo of Mokhan Av. You only Chayv one Chatos. The kits, you can't be Chayv two separate Chatos. That would be enough commitment between the two. Okay, that's it. There is a small toast at the bottom of the page, but I don't think we'll fully appreciate it. Um, I'll just read through it. I don't know if we'll fully appreciate it. It is based on what we did in the first pair. Let me, I'm, we're not going to stay on it at all. Let, let's, let's just read it. So we can bear it in mind when we get into the Gemara. It says, Tosh, just take mother up. According to all opinions, once the wagon leaves, then uh, it's a full melacha. Um, but it's only, but I suppose we're saying that it's even if it is a formal locker, it's probably just uh, not so. Once, once, the, once the wagon leaves, so it's fine when the wagon is stationary, but once the wagon actually gets going on its journey, then... then you won't have done anything. If you went Rosh Hashayah to Rosh Hashayah, then that's it. The wagon now goes off, you haven't done anything. Why not? You're driving the wagon? Oh, that's... that's, that's that's something else. We're not, we're not, uh, yeah, that may be that you've probably, probably got other monopolies involved as well as that happens there, but, uh. Mm-hmm. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, mm-hmm. I mean, depending on how they're driving them and things like that, yeah. There, 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 are, there are other things, but mm-hmm. not talking about the, 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 the action of loading the weapon, basically. Just looking at that action of loading the weapon, that's right. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's, as mm-hmm. I said, just a very quick look at this toast, I don't want to get too bogged down in it. Tamo the rabble. Uh, sorry, Tamo. Right, it's a problem. The rabbi, according to rabbi, the muki plukta de Akiva Barabono, the klutai. If you remember this, good. If not, don't worry about it too much. 
We said we said yesterday at the bottom of the page. There's a little toast for a second. Got that, yeah? Dibamas Khala Zodik. Gone straight into the toasters. Yeah, Hazorik Kitsa Shtake is to rise for Khulu. So Plige and um Shir Shiru. Carry on. Yeah, carry on a little bit. Hazorik. Yeah, that's right. Kitsa Shtake is to rise for Khulu. Table. Basically just just to remind you very briefly, um this thing of Moshe, we had a Machlekes Rashi, um, sorry, we had a, when, when it comes to Zodik, right? When you throw something across. So, we had a Machlekes to Rekiva Sitzichai, the Chacham Potter. And there's going to be, in the Gemara, there's going to be a Machlekes there, are we arguing about above 10 spot, uh, spot, or are we arguing about below? If we're arguing about, ten, about uh, below 10 spot, then we can see the Machlekes is to do with whether... We say that as it's going through the Rosh Hashanah, it's like it's at rest. So in which case, it's actually gone from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah, from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah. That's what Rebekah was saying. The Rabbah would say, no, we don't say it never came to rest, and you're going to be Potter. That's one possibility. The other possibility is to say that, no, we're all, everyone agrees that, let's say you're high for that, two different Gersoyes there, but let's say you're high for that. Above Tentvachim is where they're arguing. Why? You can't say Kilut Commission as far as Tosfos is concerned above 10, because above 10 it would be coming to rest in, in a Mekhem Petur. So you won't be hired for that. Rather, the point over there is that maybe we learn Zurich from Moshit. Moshit was done in the Mishkan, that's stretching out, that was done above 10 Tosfos, even though throwing was not done in the Mishkan above 10 Tosfos. But we learn one from the other. Rabbi Kiva says we do learn one from the other, Moshit is like Zurich, and the Chachom say we don't. That, as I said, it, I know it's quick. We haven't seen that. Either you remember that from the first paragraph, or we'll see it in the Gemara. I'm only just doing this just before we move, before we turn the page. Okay, don't worry about it. If not, yeah, I'll just read through it. Tamo, the Rabbah according to Rabbah, the Muki plugged the Rabbi Akiva Rabbanon, who establishes the Machlokes of Rabbi Akiva and the Rabbanon, right on top Tavit. The Kluto that they're arguing about below ten, and they're arguing about Kluto Commission Chodonia. Do we say that it's like it's coming to rest? We're pligging the Malta Measol, and they're arguing about below ten to for him. Loyasi Shapi doesn't doesn't fit very well this Mishnah. Kate, this thing of Ketzad. Dohole Koi Adelael. Because it's not going on what we've just been talking about. Dohoka Ayri because it's Turois. Because him is coming out because it's Turois. Lamala Measol, they must be above ten to for him. Dumyo Da'agol is similar to the, to the wagons. The Afino Rabbi Akiva Namboidahosom. Even Rabbi Akiva agrees that above ten to for him it doesn't work. But the one who establishes it above 10, Osi Shapir, it comes out very nicely. I'll explain in a second what it's saying. There are those who learn Ketzad, and there are those who don't learn the Ketzad. And he explains over there, The one who says that we're talking, the Machoik's about throwing is above 10, Tano Ketzad, he will learn Ketzad. The one who learns it below 10, below Tani Ketzad will not learn Ketzad. In short, what that means is if you read the Mishnah, it starts off in the Mishnah, a person who throws Mir Shusayoth or Shusarabim, or vice versa, Chayah. Then it says, Mir Shusayoth or Shusayoth or Shusarabim, the Emsa, Rabbi Akiva, Machayah, the Chachomim, Poetrin. Then we go into Ketzad. Shteikazus Teroiz. Now, before you go any further, the Shteikazus Teroiz, the two balconies, they're going to be below or above 10 Tzvachim? Above. Most definitely they're going to be above. Because they've got to be similar to the wagon. So then we're going to go on to Moshe. So if they're talking about above, 
then surely the throwing is also, I mean, otherwise the case out is a bit funny. I know we're going on to Moshe, but the case out just really doesn't flow. You're talking about two completely different. So in which case the zoe must also be above ten. Well, that's fine if you explain the Machlokes to be like even the Chachomim is above ten, which there is a shitter. It's about whether you learn zoe from Moshe. But if you learn the Machlokes to be like even the Chachomim is below ten, well, then this just doesn't work. It's a bit of a funny... So Sestosis, you take a look in your Shalmi and you'll, you'll find that those who learn that the Machlokes Rebbe Yakim and the Chachomim is below 10, they don't learn this Ketzal. You're right, the Mishnah wouldn't make sense. Okay? As I said, because we're not sort of hold, holding in this so, so much, as it happens, I think if you look back at the, at the studio there on Daftalit, which I don't think we went into that much, so it would make it even harder. Maybe when we've seen a bit of the Gomorrah we can discuss it a little bit more, I don't know. We'll see what sort of position we're in. It may well be that, you see, because Tosfus is basing on, on this Gersa, that if you're learning Kulot Commission of Padomia, that's only Shaykh below 10. It's not Shaykh above 10. Okay? That's not so partial. Depends on different Gersois and how you understand Kulot Commission of Padomia. It has a little bit to do with how you understand the Londres of Kulot Commission of Padomia. Is it shot that it comes to rest? wherever it is, when in which case that's not going to help you about 10, because it's in the Kohen Patur. Or is that wherever it is, wherever airspace it is, we view it as being on the ground below it. But in which case it will work, even about 10. It has a lot to do with that. Yeah? So according to Rabel, who says, yeah, they're arguing below 10, it could well be that they would be arguing above 10 as well. Because if the Machlekes is to do with Kolotuk Mishon Chodomya, it could be to do... As I said, let's leave that out of it for the, for the, for the time being. Just one second. Yeah, okay. As I said, let's just... Let's, let's, let's go, go into the Gemara. Says the Gemara, Mehdi sits, Zerika Tolda Daitzahi. Zerik, Throwing is definitely a tolda of the malacha of Hitzal. So, if it's a tolda, then Hitzal gufa hecha ksiva. Let's go back to, again, to the roots. The av, the Hitzal. Where is Hitzal written in the Torah? Now, you're going to be thinking to yourself, obviously, why does it have to be written anywhere? Where is uh, Losh written in the Torah? Can you tell me where does it say in the Torah anything about Losh? The fact is, we know that that saw is written in the Torah. It hasn't said that yet. It wants to know where is it written. Well, we know. So it says by the man. Huh? It says it by the man. Or the wood gatherer. So it's like, it's maybe I, I thought you were going to say it, it says with, with, uh, with uh, Avram and Sora, you know. Lushi, 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 Yeah. Uh, oh, that's, that's a different one. Yeah. So, okay, where does it say in the Torah anything about. Uh, where does it say Oyrek? Say, right? Where does it say you can say my Where you get the idea? Where does it say in the Torah? You know, Oseh Shtei Can you tell me where does it say that? You take it as a given that my Sirokim. Where does it say some of these things? What do you mean? Where is it written? We don't. We know that Lama Tesmalos are not written in the Torah. There's mm. things down in the Mishkan. Mm. Why does that have to be written? Do you remember why? Anyone with a good memory? Probably more or less the first year we had on the Masech Shabbos. 
Mamish the first one, but Tosus asked the question there, and Tosus asked the question here. Shvach, Shvach Ooh, very good. That's right. Says Tosus, very good. Take a look at Tosus here. He says it again. He recaps for us. Says Tosus, the Afal Gav Shoyso B'Mishkod, even though it was in the Mishkod, isn't that good enough? Kedomar, as it says, they took down the beans from the wagon and you know etc etc. Nevertheless, he loved if it wasn't written, we wouldn't be machai for it. Because it's a shvach malacha, kedepirashti or kedepirishus le'elas. We've explained above. Now, why is it a shvach malacha? Tosus doesn't actually say. I mean, he explains how we know it must be a shvach malacha. It doesn't explain what Malacha Guru actually means. Another suggestion was you don't change the object. Somebody else with a good memory there, very good. Do you remember who that was? I think it was the Urzara. Yeah? Mine's not a good memory, so I have to prepare the shit, so I've got to something to look back, right? The Urzara says because you're not changing the Khaifat. All other Malachas, and that's when they ask, what about Seda, Sod, the Malacha of, of traffic? So that, as it happens, we suggested that there could be, when you've got a free animal and a trapped animal, it is a change. The whole mentality of the animal, anyone who's trapped, you know, people are put in solitary confinement, they can go out of their mind. I'm not saying the animal goes out of their mind, but it, 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 a trapped, it's obviously very, very, in Yon and we're coming towards Pesach, being trapped, being enslaved, is a different... Yeah, it's a completely different, it changes the person. You know, you, 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 I mean, again, these are extremes, but Stockholm theory is another, is a, you, you've heard of that. You, you know Stockholm theory? You get to let the, the master. That's right. Stockholm theory is very because it's based on a story where, a true story of, of, a, of a man, as far as I heard the story, that his daughter was, he was a, he was a philanthropist whose daughter was, uh, was captured, and they set a ransom. Supposedly, actually, he had to support some poor family. Sounds like a story of Robin Hood. And, you know, so uh, he started fulfilling his side, and the daughter, supposedly, they'd been let free. They no sign of her. Eventually, they found her. She was robbing a bank. And the uh, you know, psychologists, psychiatrists, well, I don't know who got involved there, but they basically, they leave the Stockholm theory, looked into it, and they found, that since then, they've seen this uh, you know, happen again, that uh, when a person's completely trapped, got nothing else to do, they begin to start playing a game, a mind game, of second-guessing their captors, and they begin to think like them to the extent that eventually they become sort of like robots. And therefore, when, they, when she was set free, and this, this I actually used to explain a a, 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 pos, you know, a chaza, I mean, Torah says a warning that if a person is sold to a goy, it's a terrible thing, right? But one of the ones is, but don't think that you should be like him because he sells Avi Dazara, I should sell Avi Dazara because he doesn't keep shabbat. It's a bit of a funny argument. Why would you think that? He's a goy, I'm a yid. When you bear this in mind, we know that ever it becomes Mamash Karabai to the Torah has to put a special warning. Be careful. Because that is that is the Matthias, then ever it becomes like so in, in uh, so that, that that's that's the kit, so that's what we suggest for Tzod. That may be an extreme, but there's definitely there is a change in the whole maybe chemical makeup of the of a trapped thing and a free thing. But that was what the Urzara said, very good. Anyone remember the other way we explained it? The answer, answer that they I mean, the, again, the way Tosfos just put it is because otherwise, what's the nafkamina? Whether you take from Rishus Hayoch to Rishus Aravim, or you take Rishus Hayoch to Rishus Hayochit, 
Now, you could explain that the Azorah is saying is, you haven't changed the Chayfetz either way. So if you're Chayfetz for taking this... Yeah? You haven't changed anything. Yes. You haven't changed the actual object. Yeah. The other way we explained it is, that when it comes to the Malachas, generally speaking, the reason why you're Chayfetz is for the Malacha. Not the outcome. If you don't have an outcome, you don't have a Malacha. It's for the Malacha. It's for the Malacha of trapping. It's the action. What we call the pu'ula. Not the nifal, not what's being done. Not the tachlis. You have to have a tachlis. If it doesn't reach the tachlis, then there is no action. Yeah? An action by definition. Yeah? It's like a, like a, used to, used to tell us, he says, people, you know, you remember somebody, somebody coming to him and, and uh, saying, you know, Chazal say, kolas kolas koshes. Yeah? He says, I don't find it difficult. So Rasui said to him, yeah, if you've got an angle, then you can have a, you can have a, a haskhala. You start things, you never even have intentions to finish it. He says, if you don't have a tachlis, that's not a haskhala. Right? So therefore, a pu'ula can only be a pu'ula if you've got something which you're, which you're achieving. So of course you've got to have an achievement, you've got to have come out with something. But the reason why you're is for the pu'ula. The exception to that is, when it comes to the malacha of Hitzor. This we found that Rav Scheinberg says as well, I think. I remember correctly at the time. He used it to explain a prima goddam. Is there you're not chayev for the action. You're chayev because the object was here. Now it's here. Again, if you don't, if you don't actually take it out, you're not chayev. I'm not the one who's responsible for it changing. But the reason why I'm chayev, what was the issa? Was the change. That's why it's a malocha guruahi. The action is guruah. So what's the difference? The answer is if it goes from rishayach to rishayach, the end result is different. If it ends up in Rosh Hashanah, yeah, the two end, the reason why you're high is not for the action, because the action you're right. What's the difference if I pick it up here, take it into a different room and put it down there? The action is the same. So why, if I take it out to Rosh Hashanah, why if I put it in Rosh Hashanah, am, 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 am I potter? The answer is the action is the same. But the end result is not the same. That was the two ways we, we suggested to explain Melochah Guru. I think one to do one we find in a rush for a little bit more. Okay, maybe not. So anyway, so that's what Tosfos says here again. That's why it must be written, must be written, and that's why Tosfos said that as well. Whereas when it comes to all other melachas, the others in the Mishkan, the Torah doesn't have to be in the Mishkan. Otherwise, it wouldn't be a Torah. We're going to see when it comes to the melacha of Hitzor, the Torahs also have to be found in the Mishkan. They may not be obvious because they're not written in the Torah or anything like that, but they must have been in the Mishkan because, again, this comes back to the, the you say time and time again, it's a Malocha Guruah. Fine. So that's what the Gemara wants to know. Where is it written? So Omar Rabbi Yechanan said, Rabbi Yechanan, to Omar Kuro, because it says in the Posuk, by Yitav Moshe, Moshe commanded by Aviru Kobamachane, and they sent out uh, an announcement in the camp. What did they say? It says, by Yitav Moshe, by Aviru Kobamachane, Reimar. Right, saying that they should stop, stop, uh, stop sending in the uh, the the, uh, the nadavis. Right. So, the question now: Moshe Hefan Havel Yosef, where was Moshe sitting? The Machan Adavia, the Machan Adavia. Well, Machan Adavia, Rosh Hashanah, boy, that was definitely a Rosh Hashanah. The number of people passing through there, that was a Rosh Hashanah. Yeah. The Gemara will ask that in a second. How do you know it's going on Shabbos? But, yeah, it was Rosh Hashanah. As Rashi says, because 
of other people were passing through the whole time asking Moshe Rabbeinu Shai of course there was a lot, a lot going on there yeah Rav Scheinberg used to say you know you know the halach about about having your uh, your menorah is supposed to be facing the Rosh Hashanah he lived on a very very high floor so you know so you get different menorahs some people like by the door some people like by the window he used to like by the window he say he doesn't have a problem. He says his flat was a Rosh Hashanah. He says the, the constant flow of people, literally, I don't know if you ever, anyone has ever zeched to go there Friday night. It's like one, in, everyone went there for a bracha. They put all their kids and everything. It was beautiful. He said there was constantly people in and out throughout. I mean, that, that was just Shabbos. It was a Rosh Hashanah, right? You can appreciate what's going on here a little bit. With Moshe Rabin, you can imagine the people constantly, that's what Rashi says. That, I mean, the Rosh was a Rosh Hashanah. Okay. The Kohanu Nisa, what did he say to Kalani? So he said, Loi tafiku, don't bring out, don't take out the tesu and bring whatever, you know, your jewellery and your, your uh, valuables for the Mishkomim. From your personal tent, from your Rosh Hashayochid, the Rosh Hashayochid, to my, to the Machan and Leviyah, that's the Rosh Hashayochid. So you see, it's in the Torah. Fred the Gemara, what, how it just asked, and we might do a Shabbos Kai, but how do you know it was on Shabbos? Dilma Bechel Kai, Maybe it was on a weekday. Answers the Gemara. Uh, sorry, Umish. No, we haven't got France yet. Aside from that, you don't look in Yonim and Shabbos. So they wouldn't have to talk, tell them to take it from your tent. Even giving it from one person to the other in the same tent. You know, you, you, number, number one, Kinyonim is an Isidara Bonnet. Okay. That's number one. And number two, number two is, okay, they won't be Kainet. You give something on Shabbos, just say it's not yours yet. It's not yet. Huh? You're right. It, becomes, it becomes yours. We, we actually use this by this. I mean, in, 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 but the, the Gabbai accepted No, 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 I'm not, I'm not talking about, talking about people, people, uh, we probably talk about vending machines and things like that, so dying by, and others say that the eight is, if you've got a vending machine, or if you've got money going into your account on Shabbos and these sort of things, you say, I don't want the Kenyan to take place on Shabbos, you can't force me to be Kenyan or something, it can sit in my account, it can sit in my machine, and after Shabbos then the Kenyan should, should take effect. Yeah? That's the way that, that's, that, that's the way, it's, it's a bit like these, um, you know, it's all they have it, uh, and people, people use such things here, is with, um, I think it's water meters. So they become electronic. Some of you, I think, have them here as well. They, they can be problematic on Charles. As opposed to electricity and the other, because these, every time you turn on the tap, it sets off the electronic meter. Yeah? So, uh, so they're, they're more trouble than, than they're worth, bro. They, for, 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 the, for the companies, it's very good because they can get it electronically. They don't have to come around to your house. That's the main reason they do it. But uh, so now it's all, what do they devise? They devise the thing. That what happens is you can use the you can use it on Shabbos. You use your water. Nothing will change on the machine, and it just updates itself on Mitzvah Shabbos. That's the, that's the, that's the way the way they get around it. Same sort of thing. You, it can sit. It's obviously it's got some way of knowing how much water's gone out. But nothing will change. So too, you can put the you can put the things into my rishos. I'm not kainer. You can't force me to be kainer. After Shabbos, then my rishos should be kainer for me. These meters are the property of Tzimtzum uh, also. It, 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 it doesn't have it. I, I, I get too sidetracked if I go there. I can explain it afterwards. That, that won't help you because you're doing the malachah. Yeah. Okay, if you want, I'll explain it afterwards. Okay. So, so Dilma bechalkoi. Sorry, we just did that. Oh. So umishum de shalim alo malachah. And because it had completed the Malach, or someone had to go to Salvador, I they didn't need it anymore, because as it's written, Mahamalokha Hoysa Dayom Magomer. So that's what he's saying. It's not because there's any Ismalokha. I'll tell you the, the emphasis, it's a bit of a pen of this question. I know you asked it. Right? 
but they kach that the many were showing him say they they don't have this gosa. Who cares if it's a weekday? But it's a malacha. The Torah calls it a malacha, and if it's called a malacha. What difference? Okay. Anything done in the Mishnah which is a malacha, you can't do on Shabbos. That's all it is. So who cares? If Moshe was. Well, the answer to that will we'll, we'll leave for the for the time being. Let's just see what, what the Gemara answers to this question. So the Gemara answers: Goma ha'avara ha'avara miyam kipurim. Elon zikazir shava. Let's call it zikazir shava ha'avara ha'avara from yam kippur. Ksevach is written over here by Yaviru Kalva Machane. They sent out a uh, um, sort of an announcement. The Machane Uchsev Hosman is written over there. The ha'avarta shofar tulua, and you shall be marked right. It's talking about the shofar tulua. Now, when was that? That was on yam kippur. Ma'adad on biyom osur. Just over there, it was on a day of isur yom kippur. Obviously, it's a day when malachs are forbidden. Afkan biyom isur. So, to over here, this announcement was made on a day which was a day of isur, which is going to be Shabbos. Okay, let's just stop there. Take a look at Rashi, and then we'll more or less leave it at that for the time for, for today. So, there's Rashi and the Gemara there. Mefti zuriko told the itzah. Since zuriko is a told of itzah, al korchich told he. It must be against the will. It must be a told because it's not counted in the Ovis Malachis. The Tolda the Hitzahi, so it must be it's Tolda of the Hitzahi, because you can't make it into Tolda of any other Av. Because it's Meen Hitzahi, it's obviously most similar to Hitzahi. It's not similar enough, by the way, and you can see this from Rashi, because the fact that he says, oh, it can't be a Tolda of any, any other Av. Well, what would be the half minute of it? Because obviously, it's not absolutely, it's not the same as, as Hotel. Because remember, the shit of Rashi in the seventh parak is something which has come up the same action, just you're making very slight changes in the object you're doing it, that would still be part part of the very up. If this is a told, it's because there has been a slight change. So, which Malach is it most similar to? The answer is obviously it's going to be it's most similar to Hotel. Because you are changing. Okay, it's through an action of. Projectile rather than taking your hand, but so it belongs to the Malach of Eitzor. Machan Elvi or Rosh Hashanah, the Machan Elvi was Rosh Hashanah. Shall Yaakov and Tzion Eitzor Moshe Rabbeinu, because everyone frequented by Moshe Rabbeinu, so it was Rosh Hashanah. When Rosh Hashanah Yochit did Chum, me Aleichem from your tents, don't take out from there. So, so we said maybe it was on 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 the weekday. The Shalim Alei Avitte, Shal Yahanadova Kedai Kedai Lahashdim. The Nadovas were enough to be to be Mashlim. Right, there was enough. You don't. They didn't need any more. Um, so that's it. So to that, the Gemara said, we learned from Yom Kippur that it is it was a day of Issa. As I said, I'll leave you with a question. Tosfos asked the question. You can see that over there. When we made the Bishabas, Tosfos asked the question. You can take a look. I'll, I'll read the Tosfos because he's not going to answer it. So Tosfos, Rabbi Nachman and Lo Goras calls there. Rabbi Nachman is not going to all of this. Ad Ashkachonet so until the until the, where we've got up to today, he's not, he just misses all of that out. So Afinu Bechol Koi, because even if it was on a weekday, Nafkadei Shabbat, the Hitzah Malacho, we can learn out the Hitzah is a Malacho, the Rachman Akari Malacho, the Torah calls it a Malacho, because as it's written, the Ish, the Isha Aliyasu, Oed, Malacho, Litzru Masa Kodesh. Don't do any more Malacho, or Ksim, and it's written, what's that Malacho? Vayikari Ha'omi Hobi, and the people stop bringing. Amokari, the Hitzah Malacho, so you see that the Torah calls Hitzah Malacho, the Chain Dorash Pedro Birushalmi, so it's a Dash and the Furish in the Rushalmi, so it's a Malacha, you can't do it on Shabbos, finish, who cares whether they were, their announcement was made on Shabbos or Yemoschel. Mm-hmm. Give you with a challenge, see if you can think of any answer. We, we do have the Girasa. Is there any way of answering that? How the question would be valid? Since you asked the question, you, you can do the. Does it have an implication for some 